We're learning about Balak the Prince of Torah. We spoke about last time mistakes which can happen. But now what I want to talk about tonight is a different subject. That is really what the Chiyav of Prince of Torah is. Because this is very interesting. There's a number of different uh, sources we have for Prince of Torah, a number of different obligations that there are. Some seem to overlap each other, some seem to be very different. So if you're looking at the sugya, the topic of what's the Chiyav of Prince of Torah? So we'll see a number of different points. The first, the Gemara tells us in one place that Moshe Rabbeinu made a takana for the Jewish people. He one of Moshe's, maybe the first Rabbanans we have, an institution of Moshe Rabbeinu. And Moshe Rabbeinu's institution was that we should read the Torah within every three days. But to say it in different words, there should never be a three-day gap without Torah. And therefore, we have Monday, and then Tuesday, and Thursday, and then Shabbos. So we never have three days without reading Torah. And therefore, the point of Kriyasa Torah, according to that, would only be to read the Torah. Having read the Torah, we know yes to Kriyasa Torah. And it was just in order to not have that, that gap, that there would be a lengthy amount of time which people haven't learned Torah. Three days is what they calculated. And three days is calculated is a long enough time that a person lose, starts to lose his attachment, so to speak. And the Gemara learns from a Pasuk that it says, before Amalek attacked them, they went three days without water. And that the Gemara is Darish to mean that they went three days without Torah. And that's when Moshe saw that after three days without Torah, Klai Yisrael were in a worse place spiritually, which was the reason for the Stakhan. Hmm. So that's uh, the first reason given. Now there's another Gemara, and the second Gemara is talking about the Takana of Ezra. And Ezra was also attacking the, the clients who read the Torah on Mondays and Thursdays and Shabbos afternoon. And the question is, what's the second Takana? Why, th- why Shabbos afternoon? So we're going to see. What was the second Takana that Ezra made? And why was it, why, why is it different to the Takana in existence already from Moshe that they had to read the Torah every three days? So what the Mishnah suggests, the beginning of the Chaskurus of Torah, is that maybe the Takana of Ezra came more to, so to speak, to give a, a certain uh, rules or procedure to how we read the Torah, rather than Moshe's Takana was just was that we shouldn't go three days without Torah. And if, uh, to be Makai Moshe Rabbeinu's Takana, really, if you just open the Sefer Torah and then a few seconds, then we, we will have had read Torah in Rabbim, and that would be enough. Whereas according to the Takana's Ezra's, they gave a certain Surah to how we read the Torah, a certain form how we do it, and that he brings from the Rambam, and that is that uh, there is a minimum amount that we have to read of ten psukim, and the minimum amount of people we're going to call up, which is three people, and therefore the way that it's going to get divided is uh, that the minimum amount that a person can read is three psukim, and so we'll have each of the three people reading three psukim, and the last one, one of them reading a fourth psukim at least, and then we have the minimum amount of people, which is three, each one got a minimum of three psukim for the idea, and altogether we have a minimum of ten psukim. And if that's the case, so then that would be that would be the takana of Ezra to, so to speak, regulate how Kriyat is meant to work. And how did they determine the, the first nine psukim of the Parsha? Even with takana's Ezra, it hasn't told us where to read in the Torah. It's just given us what needs to be read. So we haven't yet decided, and now, now it's both the first takana of Moshe, which you mentioned, and the takana of Ezra, are both in the category of we need to read the Torah. We need to read the Torah, just either start to read the Torah or from Ezra with a certain say of how we do it. But I'm more than that. We haven't yet found a, a mahalik of what needs to be read. 
And that brings us to our third Sakhan, number two friend. It's a different Gemara, it's the Yashami. And the Yashami says, Moshe was Matakan for Klai Yisrael, that they should read the Pasha of the Moed and the Moed, the Pasha of Rosh Chodesh and Rosh Chodesh. And uh, that's the case. We have now a new, ta- new Takana. And that is to read Menyana de Yoma. So on every day of importance, Yom Tov or Rosh Chodesh or whatever it's going to be, we need to read about that day. And that will be the Torah reading which is special for Yom Tov or Rosh Chodesh for certain times of the year. And that just goes back to Takana's Moshe. And now we find another another parameter to create the Torah, and that is that on those times when there's a specific occasion, we have to read the Torah reading of that occasion. Well, what is the Torah reading of that occasion? So there's two options. The one option, and this is always the default option, is the Karban Musaf of that day. The Torah goes in through every day of the year, which is a special day, and what the extra Karbanas that were brought on that day were, and therefore, one option for Kriya Satara is to read what, what, what were the Korbanas of that day. That's something specific to the day. And sometimes, there's nothing else to read. Because that's the only mention the Torah makes of that occasion. And therefore, if you want to read about that day in the Torah, this is our one and only opportunity. So, for example, Rosh Chodesh. The only time the Torah talks about Rosh Chodesh is when it talks about the Korban of Rosh Chodesh. So, if you have to read, because of Takanas Moshe, the, about Rosh Chodesh, the only thing we can read is the Musaf which is brought in Rosh Chodesh, which is what we do read. Similarly, when it comes to Kharamoid, nothing happened on Kharamoid. And therefore, if we have to talk about what happened today, the third day of Sukkot, the fourth day of Sukkot, the fifth day of Sukkot, whatever it's going to be, the only thing we can read about is the carbon they brought that day, which is what we do read. There's nothing else. But when it comes to those Yom Tovim, where there was what to talk about in the Torah, besides for the Musaf, for example, on Shavuos, on the seventh day of Pesach, on the first day of Pesach, whatever it's going to be, when there was something else to talk about of events which transpired on that day, so now the way to become the Takana of Moshe is to do both. To read both what the Torah says happened that day, and as well as that, to read the, 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 the Musaf, which is the Korban which brought on that day, which is why in Yom Tov we have two different separate The one separate we have for the event of the day, and the other one we have for the Musaf, which is the the, the carbon of the day. That's the that's the third rule we've seen. The th- again, it's the Takana of Moshe Rabbeinu. So we have our first Takana of Moshe of Ezra, and that is that we can't go three days without reading Torah. And then we have the second Takana, and that is that one has to read the Torah which is appropriate to the time that we're in. And that will cover Yom Tov, and will cover Rosh Chodesh, and times like that. Because of that, when we have a conflict between, let's call it the regular Torah reading and the specific Torah reading, in other words, a Monday or Thursday is Rosh Chodesh, or Yom Tov falls on Shabbos, or something like that, we're always going to read the special Torah reading, because that's a special Takana. It's a special Takana to read what's necessary to read today, and therefore that overrides whatever, whatever it is you would have otherwise read in absence of there being a special day. So that leaves us with a question to ask, and that is, what's the basis of the Minak to read a parasha every week and finish the Torah once a year? So that, where did the Minak come from to read a parasha a week and finish the Torah once a year? As surprising as it sounds, this Minak only comes from the Qa'inim. Not from Moshe Rabbeinu, not even from Ezra Sofa, and not even from the Mishnah and the Gemara. 
there were different minhagim about what they used to read every week. And as far as the Gemara is concerned, the person, as long as you can read an app psukim, and all the people you call up were three psukim, then you can you can stop there. And we know historically that there were those places that the minhag was to finish the Torah once every three years, which means they made, read much less every week, and it took them much much longer to get through the Torah. It was only in the time of the Goenim that it became an established minhag to finish the Torah every year and to, to divide up the parishes in a way where we could do that. But we're going to finish the Torah every year. So when they read it in a three-year cycle? Because they read less every week. They break it up to much smaller chunks, and then they read, as long as they have the minimum amount of psukim every week, then they can stop. Interesting. That's the, that's the second point. The idea of uh, an annual cycle of finishing the Torah. Now, just to explain that. There are certain times, there are certain times that the Gemara says we have to read certain parishes. So, for example, the Gemara says that we have to read the Brachos and the Klalis before Rosh Hashanah. So, in, if the way that our calendar works, that they've built it for the cycles, it's perfect. The Kisar will always be two weeks before Rosh Hashanah. But even in a place where that wasn't the case, and they were learning at a much slower pace, and they didn't find themselves at that part of the Torah before Rosh Hashanah, what it meant is it was like a Niyanta. And therefore, the week before Rosh Hashanah would supersede their normal learning, where they were up to, and they would read the Brachos and Klalis, because that's something which needs to be done before Rosh Hashanah, just like any other Yom Tov or special occasion is going to override the regular Kriyatari. Now, once we have this, once we have this Takana of reading a Parsha a week to finish the entire Torah once a year, so then when we have learning during the week, Shabbos Mincha, like we said, on Mondays and Thursdays, so, we, uh, the learning is just by default going to be wherever the Torah is. And therefore, since we're now holding at the beginning of the next passion, the learning will be the beginning of the next passion. We aren't required to learn something different. Uh, and whatever passion we're going to get to next. So that's what we're going to read on Mondays and Thursdays and Shabbos afternoon. Why don't we have a Takana for Shabbos afternoon? Uh, it wasn't, uh, we have uh, had already read the Torah Shabbos morning. So it's interesting that Gemara says, Lugeshe Kronos. Which means Shabbos often is wasted time. People have eaten and people have nothing to do. And therefore, if you're going to make them read the Torah, so instead of wasting time and just idle chats, they're going to listen to the Torah. They're going to listen to the So here the Takana wasn't because people go three days without Torah. Here it was a Takana that people are going to be wasting time without a focus on the greater Torah. Either way around, it's interesting that this Takana was only set for Shabbos, not for Yom Tov, Which is why in Shabbos afternoons, then we lay, but on Yom Tov we don't in the afternoon. It's only for Shabbos. So that's the din of that's the din of uh, the different times of year we lay. Now, the next point is that Chachamim wanted to make a system that the more important the day is, so then we're going to signify that by the amount of ideas they're going to be. And therefore, if we say that the minimum, which was Takanus Ezra originally, was three ideas in terms of him. So any time we take a step up, we're going to add an idea to show there's a certain added chashivas, and therefore we have to uh, add a more to the So for example, days which have Musaf, such as Rosh Chodesh and Cholamoid, uh, so we call an extra person, we call a four. There's an extra, there's an extra level of Kedusha to the day, it has an extra carbon, so we have an extra idea as well. It's not Sari and Halal. For example, in Hanukkah we say Halal, we only call three people. It's not only in Halal, it's only in Musaf. 
So we have Musaf, we call four people. Anyantef. Anyantef, which is not just the din of, of uh, Musaf, there's also the din of Isim Melacha, which means a person not allowed to do work on Yantef. So we call five people. Yom Kippur, we call six people. It's an extra level person can't do even any Melacha. And it's interesting, Shabbos, we call seven. It's always pointed to as the fact that you see Shabbos has this unique distinction that we have more ideas than any other time. Now, the, the minimum remains true, and that is, we, the minimum a person can earn is three psukim. And therefore, the minimum that we can earn at any given time is how many years we have to call up, multiplied by three, because that's the minimum amount of psukim that we can give any individual item. So, okay, so that's, the, that's the framework, that is the minimum the Chazal that Obviously, if a person wants to earn more, they can. And if you want to finish a parish a week, to finish the Torah once a year, and some of the parishes are very long. It means every person is going to be learning significantly more than three psukim, and that's okay as well. They just give a minimum. Now, the question is, when it comes to the amount of people reporting up, was it also a minimum, or was that a fixed amount? So the Mishnah says in the Gila, that when it comes to Shabbos, seven people is a minimum. A person is allowed to call many more if they want to, as long as there's enough for each one to get three psukim. Yom Tov is five. That's on Shabbos. So on Shabbos, which is seven. But there's no six. Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur 6. Right. Right. So we're going to add to 7. And now there's a machlokus in the Rishonim. Does that apply to Yom and Yom Kippur as well? In other words, do we, do we say Shabbos is only going to be more than everything else because it starts with 7? So if it's going to be 8, 9, 10, or whatever, however much we're going to call up, that's okay. But if on Yom Tov we're going to call up extra people, it's going to, be going to, it's going to look like Shabbos. And there was a discussion in the post game if one's allowed to add alias to Yom Tov and Yom Kippur or only to Shabbos. It's interesting, Mishlekes. Um, when it comes to the weekdays, and it comes to Mishpedesh, then we don't have more ideas. And the reason for that, interestingly enough, is because people have to go to work. And therefore it's not fair to be ma'akid people what they have to do, in order because you want to add ideas. And therefore when the, the mission says, Ain Masif in the land, we can't add more ideas on Mishpedesh, or on Hanukkah, or on any weekday. But in Yom Tov, it's a question, and Shabbos we can. For the same reason. When it comes to those days that there's an Isim Melacha, which means a person can't work, so we had a Haftarah too. And therefore there'll be a Haftarah for Yom Tov, there'll be a Haftarah for Yom Kippur, obviously, and for Shabbos. But on those days when a person can go to work, and therefore we're holding back people who would otherwise have a job to do, so that we don't add a Haftarah, which is why any day which a person is allowed to do work is not Torah Shachas, such as Hanukkah and Purim, such as Rosh Chodesh, such as a regular week, they even Chalamoyed. The exception to that is, is Tishavav, and the reason is they feel the Tishavav is the Esim and Achutu. A person is not allowed to work, so therefore they can add a Haftarah also. Okay. Where did the Haftarah come from? Where did the Haftarah come from? That's not part of any of these Takhanas. So the Gemara tells us that there was a time when the Romans forbade the Jews from, from learning Torah, and so we couldn't take out the Torah scroll, but Kenyarela didn't stop us learning Nevi. And therefore, so to replace the Kriyas of Torah, they would take out the Navi, and they would learn from the Navi instead. They'd call up seven people. And they would call up seven people, and give it from three psukim. And where the Navi would they learn from? So they would try and find something which had a connection to the weekly Torah reading, so that people, when they heard the Navi, would be reminded of what they were meant to be reading this week. That was the innovation of the Haftarah. And uh, that's why, ideally, the Shabura brings that the Haftarah should be 21 psukim. Because, uh, because uh, if you're going to call seven. seven People three psukim each, we're going to get to 21. So even though we don't call seven people to Haftarah today, we call one person to Haftarah. 
Um, but we want to keep it the same as after was meant to be, and that's why it's brought that the minimum of after should be 21 psukim, even though we do find one or two after which are shorter than that. So it's good to have an after psukim, but we do find the other case in the way the after is less than that, and that's okay as well. We don't have to, we don't say it's not, we're not guilty with that. Now, we want to show, so what, now today, when we are allowed to read the Torah again, why do we still read with after? It should be unnecessary. The whole point of reading the Torah was in a case where we can't read the Torah now. Baruch Hashem, no one's restraining us from reading the Torah. So why, why do you still read the Torah? And the answer is always that once Hazam Ha'ekatakana, even if the grounds of the Kona are no longer the same, but we don't take it away. But we want to show that reading the Torah is more important than reading the Torah. And the way we do that is we say it's not like one person read the Torah and another person read the Torah. We say that even the person who read the Torah has to read the Torah first. And that's the point of the Mafti. The point of Mafti isn't one of the ideas we need to have. It's to make the person who read the Torah get an idea in the Torah also. So we show, by that we're showing that the Torah is Mokhashim. The Torah is Mokhashim. Which is why also we say Kaddish before Mafti. Because the Kaddish shows we finished the Kurisa Torah. If you want it to lay. And now this is something new. So the Mafti of Torah is something new. Um, okay, so that's the din of that's the din of the Maftir. And like we said, and, and today it's only by, said by one person, but uh, that was the original Takana, which was meant to be similar to the Kurisatar. Now we're coming to two very, very interesting points, which I've brought down in the Akronim, and uh, as we went to see this, can make a lot of interesting differences. And that is, Chazal's Takana, that one should read the parasha every week, and finish the parasha every year, once that's the way we, that this, the Christopher has been set up for us, becomes a chiyav on the tzibur. It becomes a chiyav on the tzibur, and therefore... Not if, on the individual. No, it's a chiyav on the tzibur, because we can only read the Torah as a tzibur. And therefore, if a tzibur missed Christopher one week, the tzibur has to make it up the following week. How would the tzibur miss Christopher one week? So we had it all in the corona. When they shut down shells and the normal could do Christopher, they have a whole tzibur in Christopher. So, okay, then it was weeks on end, so there's nothing we could do. But if that's it, it would happen for one week that we weren't able to agree the Torah, the following week we'd have to make up the previous parasha first, and then afterwards this parasha, because that way we, as a tzibur, we haven't heard the other parasha, so we have to make it up to, to continue. Similarly, if you have a million of people in Eretz Yisrael who keep second day Yantav, and like this happened in Shabbos, second day Yantav falls in Shabbos, so nobody's heard uh, the parasha which everyone read on Shabbos because they were holding by Yom Tov. So then as a tzibur, they should make up the extra parasha that they missed. And uh, before they go into the next parasha, they should say two parashas. The one that they missed, and then the following parasha which which they now need to hear. Or the Gemara says that there's never Torah that week, or something happened in Shul and everyone had to like, run home before learning. And whatever case it was, when you have a whole tzibur who missed the grace of Torah, so the din is a tzibur has to hear the whole Torah. And if there's a parasha that they missed, they have to make it up. How do you make up a parasha? Well, why, why would this be? And if it's not... Uh, right, right. Okay, so that's the din of uh, making up... Now, when it comes to making up many, there are a few interesting rules. The first rule is that we can only make up one week. We can only make one week. Right. In other words, you can't read five parashas a week to make up so much. It's brought in the post game. A person that we find, you can put two parashas together, not more than that. You never put three parashas together. And therefore, if, if a person missed one week, or the tzibur missed one week, they can make it up the following week two parashas. But uh, you can't read three parashas to make up three parashas. And similarly, 
You can't cross from the end of one sefer to the beginning of another sefer. What if the next week happens to be a double partial? So they ask the question. Why is the next week a double partial? So we have to just reset. In other words, do the missing partial and the first of the two partials this week, and then do the second partial and the one afterwards next week. Wow. Because we can do two partials, but we can't do more than that. Okay. Also, we find we don't find we can go backwards ten weeks. That's if you missed a long time and make it up, and uh, we, you you have to re- read the next week at least something of what the other people are the the ones meant to be read this week. And that's why we say a person can only make up one partial or one week uh, and as a part of a tibur. That becomes the end of the tibur. Um, that's the first thing you're going to see. And the in next point, and that is that the way that the Chazal, that the Takana was to hear the whole Torah was on Shabbos. On the Shabbos of the year, we're going to hear the whole Torah. And that's why, even though we read Rishon on Monday and on Thursday, we don't start Shabbos and Shani. We start on Rishon. Because uh, we want to hear the whole Christmas Torah of the year on Shabbos. And so we have to cover all the all the parishes on Shabbos. And then therefore it's brought down that if a tzibur missed the parasha, they shouldn't read it on Monday and Thursday. Because then they're reading it not, not what the time was to read the whole Torah. They should wait till the following Shabbos and then read the extra parasha the following Shabbos because that way you have the whole Christmas Torah of the entire Torah all on Shabbos. Okay, that's the second thing. And therefore, this is often inconvenient for people because let's say they wanted to make up, they missed the Shabbos, they want to make up the next opportunity, Monday morning. And we said, no, you can't do that. You have to wait till following Shabbos. And then the next Shabbos, then that's when you're allowed to make it up because now's the time when, Shabbos is the time when we, that's when the Takana was, or the accepted Minak was, to read the whole Torah. Um, does that have to be by Shabbos morning, whether for Shabbos Mincha? This was an interesting, this is an interesting argument in the Poiskin. In other words, do we say that it has to be on Shabbos, and even Shabbos Mincha would be good enough? And therefore, if we didn't, for whatever reason, read the Torah Shabbos morning, you can read it for Mincha, the whole parasha, and it will be answered with that. Or do we say, no, it has to be Dafka the morning, or uh, now when you have seven people going up, and not Shabbos Mincha, but only three people going up, and therefore we'll have to wait until the next week in order to make it up by reading it Shabbos morning. That's the Machlokas, like I said, there's those who might read Mincha, there's those who want to wait specifically for Shabbos morning. Now, the next thing, and that is that the way that the Takana was to read the Torah was specifically as part of an aliyah. Which means just to open the Torah and read it doesn't do anything. It has to be as part of an aliyah, and therefore we have to, if you're going to learn the Torah, it has to be learned with people getting brachas and making an aliyah, and making the brachas and getting an aliyah, and that way we get to the whole Torah. Whereas just opening up a Torah and reading it doesn't do anything. So where does Nitkan to read was as part of aliyahs? Um, that's uh, that's the next thing. And this this then has another very interesting nafkamina alakha. And that is, how much does the person is to be makbid to go back for a mistake? In other words, you realize a few seconds later that the Balkari made a mistake a few seconds before. How important is it to, to make him go back to where he made the mistake and repeat? We spoke about this last week. But here the person can say it makes a big difference if it was Shabbos or it was during the week. Because the mistake during the week, unless it was something wrong, let's say he left out a word, it doesn't change the meaning of what the Pasuk said. So then it's not perfect, he left out a word, but Lemaisa, if we don't catch it at the time, it's only a bit later on, we're not going to make him go back as long as he read three Pasukim besides for the mistake. He's yet his idea and he can stop. Same thing Shabbos morning. And same thing Shabbos morning. Whereas Shabbos morning, now we have to hear the whole time. And therefore a mistake, which means a person left out a word, or we didn't hear it properly, so we have to make him back up and repeat it because. Now we need to hear the whole Torah. That's a 
which is why there's more of a reason to be makbid on the I mean, it's always there to listen, but to be makbid on the Kriya Shabbos morning, because this is what we're using in order to be able to say our, our, learning, our learning the whole time. Okay, so that's a dinner of uh, a mistake, or he makes, he needs something else. Um, <coughs> that's, that's the, that, that's the first point we want to talk about, and that is the takanas of when we learn and what we learn, and the takana of how many people we call up today. Um, two more topics. Oh, 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 one more question. Yeah. Now, when we said before that there's a certain dinner the tuba to read the whole Torah, the, uh, to read the Torah every year, it's interesting because the way the calendar is set up, there's not a whole class of reading the same thing. For example, you like this year, when second day you have to fell on Shabbos, and therefore, as the show, I read the next parasha because for us it wasn't Yantav, and of course, as I read Yantav because then it was Yantav. So now there's a weak discrepancy. And we're not in a rush to to land uh, to line up with Choslaritz or for them to line up with us. It's going to stay separate for a number of weeks until eventually we put the two together. What's the reason for that? The reason for that is is because there's certain, so to speak, the way that the system is set up, if we finish the Torah every year, is that there's certain parishes which are like milestones, which have to be put in the right place. So we have four of, we have four of those. We have, like we said, B'chukaisai, uh, two weeks before Shavuos, which means really the Midbar, the week before Shavuos. We have the Klaus of Dvarim, which is Kisavi, more than a week before Shoshana, which only means Nitzavi before Shoshana. Um, we have the fact that we have to finish the Torah on Simchas Torah, so which means the last Shabbos before Yitzchakos is always going to be Hazino. And then the last fact that we have is that Dvarim is always going to be the Shabbos before Tishuvah. Okay. Those are the factors we have to have. Okay. Everything else is fluid. There's no other rules when what has to fall when, and therefore even the Chutzlaris is a week off. They don't do they they, they weren't in the rush to catch up necessarily until, until we until get Arab until we get to before Tishabah. Then we have to line it up if you're going to get to the in the week before Tishabah. Wow. Now the week before Tishabah is normally Matas Master, which is already a double parasha, so we can't double anything else up then. Okay. So we go back a week or maybe two weeks before that to line up the parishes split into the Shetan. But why not do it at the first opportunity? And you know, there, weren't, there wasn't so much travel then, so there was no union in trying to line up with Eretz Yisrael. But this presents a real problem, and that we spoke about the Tzibur. What about the Yachid? A person who was in Chutzlar at and wants to come back to Eretz Yisrael, and is missing a week. Or a person who travels overseas for a wedding, and now he reads the same parish of last week again, and he comes back to Eretz Yisrael, and now he's missed the parish because they're a week ahead. So what does the Yachid have to do about making up a parish? Like we said, a tzibur has to make up a parasha, but a person's a yachit. He flew by himself. He's in a position where he doesn't have a tzibur who's holding the same place he is. The answer is, it's not itza. The din of Kriyasatara has to be with a tzibur. So if a person has a tzibur, or at least he can find enough other people in the same boat as he is to make a tzibur to learn what he needs to hear, that's good. And if not, there's nothing he can do. Because uh, the only way you can reclaim the mitzvah of Kriyasatara is as part of a tzibur. So he doesn't have the tzibur, obviously. There's a separate myth that we talk about of Shnei Mikavecha Targum, and that is that a person is meant to read all the parishes of the Torah, and Christ, uh, and also the explanation that he understands. So that doesn't change on the Christ of Torah that he's going to read, which means if this Yachid who was in America for sure, so he's now flying back, and therefore he's going to miss parishes Nasser because he didn't hear it there because it was Yantav. When he gets back here, it's going to be by Noischa. He starts to do Shnei Mikavecha Nasser. 
It doesn't mean that because I'm not going to hear the Grisa Torah, I'm part of Mishnah Mikra. Right? That, that, that remains a Chiyuv. It's unfortunate that he won't be able to hear the Grisa Torah too, but that doesn't take away from the Chiyuv that he has to, to do Shnei Mikra and finish the whole Torah, so to speak, on his own. So that's the din of a Yachid, like we said, the Yachid who, and suddenly, as a, if a Yachid has to excuse himself in the middle of Grisa Torah, so then he's going to miss some Sukkim. Again, nothing he can do. If, if, if he didn't hear that as a yachid, he, 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 we don't have to make the whole tzibur go back and repeat aliyah for the person who didn't hear. Matter the tzibur, we would have to um, have a krizatara that the tzibur as a whole would have heard the whole learning and therefore make up all the aliyahs, make up uh, all the all the all the of the tzibur. Okay, so that's the din of that's the din of how the the takana of now, there's two more interesting points. Why do we say it in between Shachas and Musa? So, you know, Shachas, we understand, comes first. Because Shachas is Tadi. We say Shachas every day. That's where we went to start. So, we understand. We have to say Shachas first. But the reason why Chrysotera is between Shachas and Musa is really to make a gap between the two Shmon So, that uh, we don't want to have Shmon Esrei after Shmon Esrei. Having Chrysotera in the middle, so to speak, separates the, the two from each other. Because the person a chance to refocus on another shemesh. In a case where, for every reason, it's not practical, there's no problem dying in shachis. Then most of the inquisitor, it doesn't have to be there. It was put there for convenience, or was put there as a break between the two. But if we if we can't land, then we can land after mosaf. So then we'll dive in first, and then afterwards. And sometimes that's practical because there are a number of different young who all need the same Torah, and then they're waiting to get the Torah. So they can dive in first, or for whatever reason, the gabe with the key down coach hasn't showed up yet. And therefore, we might all dive in Musaf while we're waiting, and then we'll dive in afterwards. What we do here in Simchus Torah is that because uh, people tend to eat and drink more than normal by the kids of Simchus Torah, and it's a problem um, to do before Musaf, so then it's better to dive in Musaf first, and then any other kids of Torah afterwards. In all those cases, it's Musaf. Right? And the fact that normally that the, the placement of kids of Torah is in the middle doesn't mean that a person can't change it if, if that's necessary. Because that's the denim of the Takana of how Kriya Torah was set up. The last point is the Brachas. Let's talk about that briefly. Azal Mazmatakan, that part of Kriya Torah is that a person makes a Bracha. He makes a Bracha before reading the Torah, he makes a Bracha afterwards. What's the reason for that? A person already made Birkas Torah today. And therefore he's already Yotze, all the Torah he wants to learn. The Brachas are in the morning. So why when he goes to the Torah does he have to make another Bracha? And it's really the same Bracha again. That's the same bracha he made this morning. And he intended to cover all the learning he's doing today. So why does he have to make that bracha a second time when he goes up to the Torah? So the answer is that the bracha he makes up to the Torah isn't for himself, for his own learning. It's rather for the tzibur. That as, as reading the Torah for the tzibur, is making a bracha kilo for reading the Torah for the tzibur. And the way the Chazal set it up is that everybody should make a bracha before and afterwards. Everybody. Every opponent gets up to the Torah. Every Aida. Oh, really? As opposed to the original Takana, which is the Kayan made the Bracha before, and the final Aida made the Bracha afterwards, and everybody else went up with the Bracha. They were talking not to do that. Everybody should make a Bracha before the Aida. Everybody should make a Bracha after the Aida. And even if a person is called up to lane, and he's still in the middle of Virkos Krishna, or wherever he is, and he's not meant to be making Hepsekim, he doesn't have a choice. He's called up to the Torah, he has to go. You have to make the brachas too, because yeah, that's the only way you can, a person can get ideas. I'm making the brachas. Um, 
In the middle of Kriyashma. This is it. Let's just, this is trying to finish the Pasuk. And then, once he's finished the Pasuk, he, uh, he can, or he's meant to uh, make the brachas. The middle of Shemona Esri. Middle of Shemona Esri. But that's then of the brachas. And it was an interesting case which is brought down. Let's say a person came to Shul and he started diving from the beginning. So he just said Berkhsatera. While there, the, the previous meaning is in the middle of, of diving still, he came from the second meaning. So he stands in the back, he's saying Berkhsatera. And then he gets called to an idea. He just said the Berkhsatera. What's he meant to do? Mm-hmm. And the answer is he's meant to say it again. Because he's saying it now for the tzibah, not for him. Yeah. But the bracha doesn't indicate that it's, it's for the tzibah. Right, it's a bracha on the Torah. And that's for the bracha. What's brought down the other way around. Let's say a person comes to Shul again, he's coming for the second minion, and uh, the, the first the guy with the first minion is happy to see him, he calls him up, and he hasn't yet made Birgit Satar. Mm-hmm. So what's he meant to do now? So the, the bracha of Hashem, Bachar Bano, he's going to say on the Torah. What about the first bracha? Hashem Kishan, that's also a bracha on, on the Torah. So the person can bring down, he should say it quietly to himself first, and then after say the second bracha aloud for the Tvieta, the Birgit Satar. Um, it's also an eight. If a person is not sure if he needs to say Berksatera, he's not sure he's up the whole night, or it's like any other topic if he's yet to Berksatera, so they give him an idea. So then he has a reason to say the bracha, Shabbat Shalom, again. So it's a good eight for that. Now, this idea that learning has to be with the bracha comes, br- 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 uh, brings a very interesting question, uh, which I'm going to talk about, and that is those times when there's a mitzvah to Berksatera. Do you have to hear it with an idea or not? And what I mean is, and this is always the question, Parashat Zohar. Parashat Zohar is a mitzvah to hear, but does Parashat Zohar have to be part of Kriya Satara? Which means, can you make a second reading of Zohar later on to be my TP? And those first came out, yes. The mitzvah of reading Zohar is reading from the Torah, what happened with Amalek. And if, as long as you open the Torah and you read the, and you read the story of Amalek, and you have to remember to hate him and to destroy him, and it's on the right time, which is a week before Purim, you have to Parashat Zohar. Which is why many minyanim and many shuls have second readings, ladies' readings, whatever it is, of Parshat Zohar, because there can be multi people. But on the other hand, the others both can say, no, Parshat Zohar was, the Takana was as part of Kriya Satara. And if that's the case, you can only be yet to Parshat Zohar if you heard that it's part of an idea. Mm-hmm. And you can, to make an idea, it means it has to be part of the learning, because this is the Mafti. You can't just stand up the Torah and make a bracha on it. It has to have been part of the, of the learning that they wanted to learn, and then it comes with the bracha too. And therefore, those first came out, the person can only be able to Pasha Zohar when it's part of an idea. And if you see those shuls that don't offer, offer a second Pasha Zohar, it's not just because they don't think it's necessary, it's because they hold Peshitta, you can't do it. And people aren't being able with it. And then you have to get Afka by, by the, with, with the Brach. Okay, so that's, that's already a, 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 maybe a step of a bigger Chiddush, and that is that the dinim of the Brach is not just the plat, the Kriya Satara, which is the weekly Kriya Torah, which are the ideas we have to hear. It even applies to what we have to read from the Torah, also has to be as part of an aliyah, that's, that's like a chiddush. But whatever the case may be, that's the, definitely the chadchila. And that is that uh, what we read from the Torah is only considered Kriya Torah if it's read with a bracha. Similarly, if, if let's say there's a mistake, that the, we finished the aliyah and now we realize the Balkari made a mistake, so you shouldn't go, and if the person's already made the bracha afterwards, the bracha shouldn't just go back and read the pasuk again. You should wait for the next person to come up to make a bracha, and then we'll go back and read from the mistake with the new person, because it has to be part of an idea, which is an idea which he had made a bracha for. Okay, so that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Like I said, the different, the different denim of what the takana of Kriya was, how it developed, 
the different uh, applications, whether it's Yom Tif, whether it's the three-day rule, whether it's the finishing the Torah once a year, the Halakhic Nafkabirish comes from that, and the way Chazal set it up, and that is that we don't mean to read the Torah just then, but it's specifically in the context of creating the Torah with a minion, and with people getting ideas, and the amount of people, and the amount of Sukkim, and that's why we're going to be yet finishing the Torah every year.